0: Welcome to this Christian Patriot News Update. Today is Tuesday, May thirty first, twenty twenty two. Recently, I shared that Catherine Engelbrecht, she is the president of True the Vote. She said, "What's next would blow your mind." Now, here's Greg Phillips. This is Catherine's partner in justice. These are the people who brought you two thousand mules, along with Dinesh D'Souza. Greg Phillips is going to say we have a few issues coming out that are more explosive than the mules. Folks, that's saying something. Once these come out, he'll say, there's one in particular, it's a multinational deal. It involves billions of dollars. Now look to the left of your screen. When I play this clip, you might have to rewind it and listen to it a couple of times because Greg Phillips is dropping absolute bombs in this one minute clip. He continues, there is irrefutable evidence. We've been involved in a major counterintelligence operation that's very mature In this country, involving federal agencies and us. Now pay attention to this. And there's been some betrayals along the way. Wow, I wonder who the betrayers are. I think we're going to find out soon. There have been some issues along the way, but once we get to the point where this is ready to go, it's going to make everybody forget everything about the mules, and it's going to bring into question everything we think we know about these elections. And I can say that with 100% certainty. Now, a few hours ago, Greg Phillips said, my interview with at Patel Patriot caught the attention of an extremely important person and his team. What team do you think he's referring to? The Trump team? The Q team? If Trump is indeed Q+, plus, aren't they one and the same? In the past, I've speculated about potential members of the Q team I've got Trump down as Q+, and I'm very suspicious of Cash Patel. Remember, Q says, Cash Patel is a name to remember. About Devin Nunez, Dan Scavino, Mike Flynn, and today, I'm going to show you that Seth Cashel is a member of the Q team. I'll bring you the evidence. At the very least, he's an anon. In another recent video, I shared Greg Phillips saying that an atomic truth bomb Would come from San Luis, Arizona. Check out what else is happening in Arizona today. Election Integrity Watchdog Group to present information on ballot harvesting with Arizona lawmakers. Phoenix, Arizona. On Tuesday, that's today, May 31st, True the Vote will host a presentation for Arizona State Senate and House members relating to findings of ballot harvesting that occurred in both Maricopa and Yuma counties. During the 2020 general election. Arizona is absolutely exploding in a good way. Today, I'm going to bring you a clip of Tina Peters and Laura Logan. It's the world premiere of what looks like the voting machines version or the cybersecurity version of 2000 mules. It's called selection.code. Pay attention to the S on your screen when they show selection code. It's in a kill box. I found that very interesting. And today is a huge day because today we'll learn that Michael Sussman was indeed found guilty in Durham's first of many trials. The CEO of Wells Fargo warns the worst is yet to come for Americans. Deutsche Bank is forecasting a major recession among similarities to 70s era stagflation and real wealth destruction. If the playbook follows the 1970s, gold and silver are the standout cheap assets from this starting point. Top experts see gold hitting record highs in 2022. Former Gold Corp. Chairman Ian Telfer said their long-term forecast remains in place for gold prices to push to $5,500 an ounce. Call the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Patriot Gold Group has the No Fee for Life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may be eligible for the No Fee for Life IRA on qualifying rollovers. Call 844-402-0988 for a free investor guide today, or use the first link in the description box below this video. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, six years in a row.
1: President Obama knew about it, Joe Biden knew about it, the whole group, they all knew about it. And we have it documented, we have it in texts, we have it in all sorts of forms. They knew about it, it was a terrible thing. Should have never happened and should never be allowed to happen again to a president. This should never happen again. This was a setup like we've never seen, I think it's a political crime of the century. And they've been caught. So let's see what happens. It's happening.
2: issues coming up that are more explosive than the mules that are no x um more likely to to divide this country even further um catherine and i spend a lot of time every single day really not just praying through it but thinking through how do we actually do this because once Mm -hmm. these come out there's one in particular it's a it's a multinational deal it involves billions of dollars there's Irrefutable evidence Um, we've been involved in a major counterintelligence operation that's very mature in this country involving federal agencies and us Um, and there's been some betrayals along the way there have been some issues along the way Uh, but once we get to the point where this is ready to go it's going to make everybody forget everything about the mules and it's going to bring into question everything we think we know. About these elections. Everything. I can say that That's with 100% unreal. certainty.
3: <laughs> Local criminal investigations into Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters alleged voting machine security breaches continues about-
1: If I asked you this question before the 2020 election, are these voting machines secure?
4: I would have said yes.
0: And after the election,
4: I would have said
1: yes.
0: What changed? Tina Peters admits she brought in a consultant to make a forensic copy of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County.
3: I continue to
1: think that our voting machines are too vulnerable.
3: Voting machines in Georgia and Texas switch votes from one candidate to another. Virtually every machine was broken into. Ballot recording machines. Voting
0: machines. Voting machines. 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 Voting machines. Voting machines. Voting machines. Machine.
3: Machines.
1: machines, 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 which are vulnerable to being hacked.
0: There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections.
2: We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with.
0: The November 3rd election was the most secure.
2: was the most secure. Most
0: secure. Most secure election in American history, period.
5: The process is very secretive. These machines are built by private companies, which we don't have a right to know it goes on inside those. What did you see
1: during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machines.
0: The information found there is the Rosetta Stone. They made a mistake and left the evidence in the machine.
1: And you can hide it as well. It's only what the programmer tells to say.
3: It's literally like the difference between going from pickpocketing to credit card fraud. These people are being selected, not
0: elected.
1: It's about who gets to count the votes.
5: Break
1: down my door, terrorize my family. FBI, federal warrant.
5: What do you remember? Just my mom being handcuffed by the chief of police.
3: This is not what we do in America.
1: You could make it all go away, though. You just keep your
0: mouth shut. You could have your life back. Can't unsee what I've seen. Did you catch that S in the kill box? Could that represent sedition? I understand why they did it. They did it to show that we don't have an election process here in the United States. We have a selection process. Our politicians are selected by the satanic New World Order deep state cabal. I think everything happening with John Durham and everything in Arizona, plus the timing of what's about to drop in Colorado, is all perfectly orchestrated. It's all part of a much bigger plan that's being executed with military precision. Speaking of military precision, check out this latest post on True Social from Seth Cashel. I don't get too far down the rabbit hole of every single number or thing meaning something, but I attended a Red Sox game on May 5th, and then in parentheses he has 5 by 5 so that's military and Q uses it all the time for loud and clear. Satin section one hundred thirteen, so think eleven three or november third or eleven dot three from the Department of Defense Law of War Manual. And Shohi if that's how you pronounce it. Otani pitched for the angels. Number seventeen. Folks, what's the seventeenth letter of the alphabet? Q, of course, and Seth continues five by five, 11.3 could either represent November 3rd or 11.3 and 17. He said, none of it planned. Very weird. Some of you hearing my voice right now, you've been blessed tremendously by God in the area of finances. God gives some people a very special financial anointing, and they prosper in everything they do. And quite often, God gives such people a heart of generosity. Please contact me personally to step up and sponsor a show. My personal email address is Christian, patriotnews at protonmail.com. It's on your screen now. Please use the subject line, sponsor a show. I'm not talking about advertising a product or a service. Those are advertisers. I'm talking about supporting me and my beautiful wife personally for our work as digital soldiers, sharing truth far and wide. Thank you in advance. For your incredible generosity. We are truly grateful. Next, I'm going to bring you Harriet Hageman. She's going to say, We're fed up with a shortage of baby formula, a shortage of fertilizer for our farmers, and with a supply chain that has been broken by the incompetence of our federal agencies. Now, respectfully, folks, it's not incompetence. That's giving them a free pass. It's not a lack of intellect nor common sense. It's a matter of corruption. These people are bought and paid for by the satanic New World Order deep state cabal. They are controlled through blackmail and bribery.
3: We're fed up with a federal government that doesn't seem to work for us anymore. We're fed up with out of control spending and we're fed up with the radical Biden agenda. With seeing young mothers and we're fed up with seeing young mothers and fathers who can't find baby formula for their newborns we're fed up with six dollar gasoline and six dollar diesel we're fed up with a shortage of fertilizer for our farmers and with the supply chain that has been broken by the incompetence of our federal agencies in short We're fed up with inflation and all of the related monetary policies that are threatening to turn the greatest country on earth into a third world failure. We're fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries, the good paying jobs that they support, the incredible standard of living that they provide, and the clean and abundant energy that they produce. We're fed up with an open border, we're fed up with human trafficking, we're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country, and we're fed up with illegal immigration. countries and organizations who believe that we are responsible for protecting the border integrity of every country on earth but not our own. We're fed up with critical race theory, we're fed up with boys competing in girls sports, we're fed up with We're fed up with the radical abortion industry and those extremists who are willing to destroy the Supreme Court to prevent us from being able to protect life. We're fed up with the liberal media, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech because they know. I know that the Democrats cannot debate the merits of the important issues we are facing, including COVID-19, Law and Order, the 2020 election, and even the history of this country. We are fed up with people who refuse to recognize that socialism, wherever practiced, has resulted in the death of millions of people, abject misery, and the destruction of everything good. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA! We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates. The CDC, the NIH, the WHO, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci. We're fed up with the politicians and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Pelosi. who want to destroy our country and take away our God-given rights as guaranteed to us by our Constitution. We're fed up with the January 6th Commission and those people who think that they can gaslight us. We're fed up with those types of Republicans who work harder to deflect attention from the failures of the current administration than they work to protect us from it. And we're fed up with Liz Cheney.
0: Check out the chart on the right-hand side of your screen. The dark blue line represents the declining value of the U.S. dollar. The gold line represents the increasing value of gold. The dollar has lost 98.2% of its purchasing power since 1900. Gold has increased 53.9 times in value during that time. Gold has offset the loss in purchasing power of the U.S. dollar tremendously. And that's why I personally invest in gold and silver. Patriot Gold Group has the no fee for life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver and you may be eligible for the no fee for life IRA on qualifying rollovers. Call 844 402 988 for a free investor guide today or use the first link in the description box below this video. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer 6 years in a row. Let's move from the here and now, those things that are temporary, all things Q, current events and news stories, and let's fix our eyes on that which is eternal. Let's set our eyes and our minds and our hearts on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father. Today, let's continue in our series, A Biblical Worldview. Remember, each part of this series is a standalone mini-sermon, but if you like what you hear and you want to hear the previous update, It's in the description box under Previous Updates.
5: So on and on and on all of these prophecies go. In Isaiah chapter 50 verse 6, it says, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. In Matthew chapter 26 verse 67, it says, They did spit in his face and buffeted him, and others smote him with the palms of their hands. It's amazing. Isaiah 50 verse 6 also said that they would scourge him. And it says in Matthew chapter 27 verse 26, Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when they had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Very specific prophecy and fulfillment. In Isaiah chapter 52, it talked about that the Messiah would open up spiritual things to the Gentiles, which under the Old Covenant was was amazing. The Jews were the ones that God released as his people and manifested himself to the world through. In Isaiah 52, Isaiah prophesied, "...so shall he sprinkle many nations. The kings shall shut their mouths at him, for that which had not been told them shall they see, and that which they have not heard shall they consider." Hebrews 1, 3 says, "...who being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person and upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the Majesty on high." And so Jesus brought salvation to the Gentiles. That was prophesied in the Old Testament. Boy, here's some things again. I, You know, just for time's sake, I'm going to have to speed through some of this, but there are just hundreds and hundreds of these. But one of the ones that impresses me the most is Isaiah chapter 52, verse 14. It says, As many were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. The word visage is a word that we don't use much today, but it is literally talking about your face. His face was marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of man. You know, I think it's the NIV that says so that he didn't even look human. Now, this is very specific. And, you know, despite the beatings that he received at the Romans' hands and the crucifixion and all of those things, I mean, he was brutalized. I remember that Mel Gibson, his movie on the Passion of the Christ, it was rated r And he said that he didn't make it as graphic as he believed the Scripture portrayed it because if he had, it would have been rated triple X. Nobody would have watched it. So by his own admission, he toned it down. And yet the beating that Jesus received in that movie, I mean, he was brutalized, but he was still recognizable as a human. But Isaiah chapter 52, verse 14 says, His face was marred more than any man's face that had ever lived on the earth, and His form was marred more than the sons of man so that He didn't even look human. I don't believe that any crucifixion, any beating of the Romans could have fulfilled that. I believe that Jesus literally took our sins and our sickness and our disease into His own body. I've seen pictures of people that had, you know, a disease called elephantitis where your body just produces these grotesque things. People have swollen heads. I've actually had people come to my meetings before that had cancers that had eaten their nose and their lips away. Another man had cancer had eaten his eyeball out and he had a huge cancer over his face. You take all of these things that the human race has experienced and you put them into one body. And his face was marred more than any man and his form so much so that he didn't even look human. That is amazing to me. And yet Isaiah prophesied it hundreds of years before it came to pass. You can look that up in all of the Gospels. It gives you the details. It says in Isaiah 53, 3, He was despised and rejected of man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from Him. He was despised and we esteemed Him not. In John chapter 1, the apostle John was writing and he said, He was in the world and the world was made by Him and the world knew Him not. He came unto His own and His own received Him not. And there's many scriptures that you could use to verify that. But Jesus was despised and rejected by people. Isaiah 53, 4, "...He bore our sorrows and carried our sicknesses and diseases." Matthew 8, 16 and 17 shows the fulfillment of that and quotes those exact verses. This wasn't just talking about spiritual healing. It was talking about physical healing. And it says in Isaiah 53, 5 and 6, "...He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him, and with His stripes we are healed." All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. And this, of course, was fulfilled in the crucifixion of Jesus. It was referred to by Paul in Romans 4:25. It says, "...who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification." The Apostle Peter also cited this in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. It says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. You know, another thing that amazes me is during the crucifixion of Jesus, it says in Isaiah 53, 7, it says, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. And you know, all of the Gospels record this, that when Jesus was brought before Pilate and before Herod, he didn't answer them. It says in Matthew chapter 26, verse 63, But Jesus held his peace, and the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God, Matthew chapter 27 verse 12, and when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Matthew twenty-seven fourteen, and he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Mark chapter 14 verse 61, but he held his peace and answered nothing. Again the high priest asked him and said unto him, Art thou the Christ, the son of the blessed? Mark chapter 15 verse 5 says, but Jesus yet answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled, and First Peter two twenty three says, "...who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously." You know, again, if you had been writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit hundreds of years in advance, and if you were describing a person that was going to be pierced, his hands and his feet, he was going to be mocked, he was going to be despised, rejected of men, and all of these things... Would anybody have thought that the person who was doing this would have never have opened his mouth, would have never tried to justify himself, would have never tried to give a defense? I mean, again, this is just... It is not the normal kind of thing. This is not the kind of thing that a person would say if you were just operating out of your own intellect and out of your own ability. You would have to be inspired by God to prophesy something like that. And it came to pass just exactly the way it was prophesied. I've already mentioned that he was buried with the rich and with the wicked at his death. It said he would justify many. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 11, He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. And this was literally fulfilled in Jesus. Romans three twenty-six says, To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness... That he might be just and the justifier of them which believeth in him. Romans 5:19 says, "For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. So it was prophesied that Jesus would bear the sins of people and make them righteous, and it came to pass. It was prophesied he would be numbered with the transgressors. I've already mentioned that. He was crucified between two thieves. That was prophesied in a number of different places. Jesus even quoted the sign of the prophet Jonah. It says in Jonah chapter 1, verse 17, "...now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights." And Jesus referred to this prophecy and applied it to himself. Matthew chapter 12, verse 40 says, "...for as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth." Also, he said this again in Matthew chapter 16, verse 4. He says, A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given unto it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. So he referred that and applied it to himself. It says in Micah chapter 5, verse 1, Now gather thyself in troops, O daughter of troops. He hath laid siege against us. They shall smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the cheek. Again, very specific prophecy about not just persecution but being smitten with the rod. Look at this, Matthew chapter 27 verse 30, "...and they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head." Very specific. Look at this, in Zechariah chapter 11 verse 12, it says, "...and I said unto them, If you think good, give me my price, and if not, forbear." So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver." It was prophesied exactly the amount of money that Jesus would be betrayed for. Again, think about the improbability of this. Think about the improbability that you would even say that God would somehow or another be betrayed for money, that people would sell betrayal for a certain amount of money. That's amazing. But then to give this specific price is amazing. And look at the fulfillment. Matthew 26:15. They said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. That was Judas talking to the high priest. And they gave him exactly 30 pieces of silver for betraying Jesus. In Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7, it says, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered, and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. This was prophesied, and it came to pass exactly... Matthew in Matthew chapter 26 verse 31 even quoted this and said then said Jesus unto them all ye shall be offended because of me this night for it is written I will smite the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad this is also recorded in Mark chapter 14 verse 27 and then the money that Judas got for betraying Jesus it prophesied in Zechariah chapter 11 verse 13 it says the Lord said unto me cast it Remember, we just read the previous verse about him being betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. Here's the next verse. It says, "'The Lord said unto me, "'Cast it unto the potter a goodly price "'that I was prized of them. "'And I took the 30 pieces of silver "'and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord.'" Look at the fulfillment of this in Matthew chapter 27, verse 5. It says, "'And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple,' And departed, and went and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the silver pieces, and said, It is not lawful for them to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel, and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field as the Lord appointed me. Man, that's amazing. So all of these things, and we could go on and on and on quoting fulfillment of prophecy. I know that to some people this is boring. You say, all right, I've already got the point. But again, if we had the full impact of fulfillment of prophecy. And if we went through the 300, I probably have gone through less than 50. If you were to go through the 300 prophecies concerning Jesus and see the fulfillment of it, I believe it would just make an impact on you that would forever settle it in your heart that this is not a book by men about God, but it is a book from God through man as they were moved he breathed upon them, and as they were moved and borne along by the Holy Spirit, they wrote.
0: Thanks for watching today. Please support my work as a frontline soldier, sharing truth far and wide. I've got links to Give, Send, Go, Donor DonorBox, BuyMeACoffee.com, and my Cash App, all in the description box below this video. If the links don't work, it's no trouble. Simply visit www.give, send, go. That's give, dot com and hit the search icon. Enter my name. It's Christian Space, Patriot Space News, and I'll come up. Thank you in advance for your incredible generosity. I cannot do this without you. And together we will win, especially the good fight of faith and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for those of us who put our faith and our hope and our trust in him.
1: Today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington DC and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Washington flourished, but the people did not share in its wealth. Politicians prospered, but the jobs left and the factories closed. The establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. Their victories have not been your victories. Their triumphs have not been your triumphs. And while they celebrated in our nation's capital, there was little to celebrate for struggling families all across our land. That all changes, starting right here, and right now, because this moment is your moment. It belongs to you.
4: Victory is proof of the skill you possess. Defeat is the proof of your grit. A weakling can smile in his days of success, but a trouble's first sign, he will quit. So the test of the heart and the test of your pluck isn't skies that are sunny and fair. But how do you stand to the blow that is struck? And how do you battle despair? A fool can seem wise when the pathway is clear and it's easy to see the way out. but the test of a man's judgment is something to fear. And what does he do when in doubt? And the proof of his faith is the courage he shows. When sorrows lie deep in his breast, it's the way that he suffers the griefs that he knows that brings out his worst or his best. The test of a man is how much he will bear for a cause which he knows to be right. How long will he stand in the depths of despair? How much will he suffer and fight? There are many to serve when the victory is near, and few are the hurts to be borne but it calls for a leader of courage to cheer the men in a battle for all. It is the way you hold out against odds that are great that proves what your courage is worth. It is the way that you stand to the bruises of fate that shows up your stature and girth. And victory is nothing but proof of your skill veneered with a glory that's thin. Unless it is a proof of unfaltering will and unless you have suffered to win